Welcome to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. I'm your host, Matt Halloran. Being your own loud is not new to marketing, but the mindset, strategies, and resources to help you get there are evolving faster than this industry is keeping up. It is time to find a new perspective on what works why and how to move your business forward. Listen as I interview guests to help you learn from them how to be your own loud. Let's get to the show. Hello and welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Halloran. Today we are doing something completely different. We are doing a greatest hits from a conference that we just went to. It's called a Market Council Summit. I've got some great guests that we interviewed and I wanted to just take some highlights from the recordings that we made there in order to provide you with the greatest information that we were able to glean from an amazing summit. First off, we are talking to Gary Bonner, CEO of True Independence, with a projected 9,000 advisors leaving banks, wirehouses, and captive environments, companies like True Independence are going to be crazy busy. So here are some of the great points that Gary makes. Um, how do you fill in the gap? I mean, is it something that you say, hey, use this company, or is it all part of True? No, we, we, uh, we start the process with an advisor and say, what's the client experience that you want to deliver? Oh. Most of them will have an idea coming out of a wirehouse that I like to be able to offer this to my client. Mm -hmm. So then how do we build that for the advisor and, and make them uh, make the transition from a wirehouse to independence? Uh, easy and transparent to their client and just be able to handle it. So we don't come with a prescribed list of here's what you've got to do. We'd say, what's the experience you want to deliver? What do you want to do? And then we go through and we, we look at providers that are in the marketplace to be able to, to help them. Gary and I were talking about how advisors who are leaving wirehouses have had so many different things that have stopped them from truly being able to realize their greatness. And I asked Gary this following question. They have been shackled for so long. How do you help them realize their greatness and how they're really truly gonna bring themselves to this new marketplace? Yeah, it's one of those things that they have been uh, kind of kept in the dark as mushrooms and inside of a wirehouse you know, for so many years that when, they, when you kind of show them the light and you can show them what they can do, and then it just opens up a whole new way of, of how they can do business and to ba basically to be able to leave and grow a business from scratch and take clients with them if they're able to take clients with them and grow. And and that's what we help we help them do is to kind of be really good at what they are good at and then to help them be better. Next up, we have CEO of Trade PMR. Uh, Rob created Trade PMR to help RIAs get the support they need from their custodians so they can provide amazing service to their clients. Like Gary shared, so many advisors are going to become RIAs that they have so many gaps that they need to fill. Rob talks about what Trade PMR does and why it's different. How are you keeping your fingers on the pulse of your users to find out how you can continually develop the product and make it so that it keeps getting better and better? Great question. We have committees of advisors oh, okay. that we speak to routinely. So we have a product staff, which, which is a part of our technology team, and they deal with a huge populace of our RAs. And some of those uh, guys have, of course, strong opinions on what direction they think the industry is going to go, things yes. that they think are going to change in the, in, in the future. And so they, so they give us their ideas. And of course, we, we put those through a funnel and figure out what things can we create that's going to help them solve uh, their issues. And we can't just solve for one, usually. We have to say, yeah. what's going to be best for the, the, the group of RAs that, uh, that we manage and okay. or that, that we uh, that do business with us. And 
after we do that evaluation, we continue to, you know, to build technology and enhance it to, to build what we feel like is going to be. What's best for the clients is what uh, Rob finished there. And then he switches it up. And I ask him a question uh, about making sure that advisors aren't just buying software willy-nilly because they get stuck into long-term contracts. So I asked him, what is the first piece of technology in your experience that a breakaway advisor needs to implement into their practice? Just period. CRM. CRM. All right. Absolutely. Their whole practice should be running off of a CRM that they build for workflow. Okay. So, you know, core competencies is always what I talk about. And core competencies is everything. From a custodial standpoint, our core competency is opening new accounts, trading, rebalancing, and reporting. From an advisor's standpoint, his core competency is workflow. Yeah. You know, I always tell advisors they need to be good at two things. First, marketing. Mm. Number one. And many of them look at me with a surprised look on their face. But yeah. let's, let's take this into consideration. As advisors, we tell our customers, don't manage money. Leave that to professional. Sure. Well, professional money managers are not professional marketers. So they need to take their own advice and they need to say, I'm not good at marketing. I need to go hire somebody who knows how to market. Sure. And there's many marketing firms in our space mm -hmm. that know how to get an advisor from A to B. Yeah. And that's a critical, important thing. And so that's their space. And that way, when they have accomplished that, they need to figure out workflows. Where do we take and how do we onboard accounts? How does one technology talk to the other and how can we maybe build some middleware to support that? It's important for advisors then to, to, to understand that workflow is their success. You just talked about that integration aspect yes. of it. And that seems to me to be where a lot of advisors fall down is their CRM doesn't talk to this, doesn't talk to this, doesn't talk to their marketing, doesn't talk to their trading. How does all that work with you guys? Well, you know, we have all the data feeds to just about everybody. Okay, great. Which we have to. So we need to support as many technology softwares mm -hmm. that, that, that are in the business model so that advisors get choice. Okay. And if they want to choose one PMS over another PMS, they can do so. One CRM over another CRM, they can do yeah. so. And that way, you know, they're just getting all the data from us to support and build their data warehouse that's going to run their technology stack. Next up, we have Mike Galt and Sean Mullen. When you break away, you realize there's a whole bunch of stuff you need to start doing. And well, you have no idea where to begin. But Here's what I... What I have realized uh, through my career is that um, RA firms, when they're looking to build their deck, will, uh, will just say, okay, I need a platform, I need rebalancing, I need reporting, CRM, et cetera. Um, but they, they don't look inwards. Um, they, they don't look into the type of firm they are today um, and what type of firm they want to be in five or 10 years. I think that's actually, they should sit down and say, what do we want to be? Because we want to build a platform for that type of advisor. Uh, instead of just saying, I need a platform. Because all of these different service providers, InvestNet, Black Diamond, Orion, SmartX, GeoWealth, they have specific strengths and weaknesses that unless you know yourself, you're not gonna find out what their strengths and weaknesses are. Ah. Um, and, if, and if the challenge is, um, if, if the people are saying, uh, I have turnover or I can't find, especially right now during COVID, it's really hard to find like uh, work for um, like, you know, just sort of talented personnel. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just easy to say, hey, you should talk to Mirador because this is an important piece of your business. Can't mess it up. So go talk to the Mirador folks because they are that, I don't want to say it's just staffing agent, Mike, but they are the staffing agent to take care of that headache so you can go to sleep at night because that stuff is done for you. And then Mike takes a minute and dives a little bit more deeply into what Mirador does for breakaway advisors. Well, the great thing, the great thing about uh, a relationship such as this is when I'm dealing with 
a firm like Signature, or I'm using them as an example, um, to be able to go to a firm and to understand what their key drivers are, understand their value proposition, understand what differentiates themselves in the market, enables us to be able to identify curated solutions for what they're looking for. So Sean brought up a handful of examples where a firm might be looking for support. Maybe they lost a key employee that's that's operating these performance reporting systems, or maybe they uh, have a new type of client that they want to pursue and, and they need uh, to, to augment their offering today from a technology perspective. All of these types of solutions necessitate their own discovery, their own, uh, their own investigation, and ultimately a set of solutions that that can't just be pulled off the shelf, quite frankly. I mean, what's really happened in the last 10 years, having lived it, the choice that is available to a financial advisor, to an entrepreneur, is is magnified 10x oh, yeah. probably today than what it looked like 10 years ago. Yeah. And we're dealing with men and women who are, who their primary focus typically is they're focused on client service, they're focused on delivering uh, investment solutions that meet their clients' needs, financial planning, whatever their key differentiator is, it's not in identifying and running an RFP to find the technology solution right. to support sure. yeah. And we're bringing that institutional quality outsource CTO work in addition to subject matter experts who can actually be fingers to keyboard and operate these tools and technologies on their behalf uh, to enable them, to enable these firms to continue to, and I don't even want to say grow because because it's really dependent upon what the what they business want. owner's yeah. objective is. Yeah. And just to say grow is, is to a certain degree, you know, looking past what the goals and objectives of the business owner are. Sean continues the conversation by talking about what Signature Wealth does, what makes them tick, and how all of this starts working together. Because if you work with a firm that has the same values that you have, everything can change. There, there's so there's there's two I would say two directions that our firm works. Uh, one is the recruiting, right? So if you're an advisor and you want to, and I don't want to say only in the southeast, but if you're an advisor in the southeast and you're looking for um, a great place to join, like if you're a little frustrated at your existing firm and and want to join a great team, please call me. We'll do introductions, and and they are fantastic people. The other side is is really the consulting of of hey, we're looking at leaving or. Or some maybe somebody's already with an RA, but they want to leave that RA and start their own, oh. and they and and they want to know those questions of what do I, what type of firm do I want to be, and what do I want to be in the future? We will help people build platforms and pick the solution providers um, that will be that we would consider as the right fit, as long as they're answering the questions honestly. Sure. Um, and that's where we would, you know, we're not always going to bring in Mirador, but that's probably where we're at least going to make the introduction to speak to them, um, and. And that's uh, that's where we'd bring Mike in, and that's where I, that's where we could help people on this sort of consulting side. Next up, I had the great opportunity to talk to the CEO of Riskalyze, Aaron Klein. Now, you might think you know what Riskalyze is and what it does, but this interview was really fascinating because we found out so much more about the foundations of Riskalyze, who they are, and what they can do for you as an advisor. I was running global product for a division of an options brokerage firm. And I had a buddy who was a financial advisor. And at one point, you know, so I'm leading technology teams. We're making tools that help options traders understand risk. And I remember saying to him, it is crazy how the average individual thinks about the concept of risk. Oh, yeah. And he said, if you think that's crazy, you should see how many of us financial advisors think about it. You know, we just haven't had the tools in this profession to really understand who our clients are and like, and like match that up with the risk in their portfolios. Mm. And, you know, after we spent a little time talking about that, kind of double clicked on that idea. 
it, it became clear just how much this industry was reliant on terms like conservative, moderate, and aggressive. And, you know, if, if you're sitting down with a financial advisor and they're like, well, Matt, you know, you, you, you seem like a moderate investor to me. And you say, yeah, I'm feeling pretty moderate today. They're like, great, we're going to put you in the BlackRock moderate portfolio. Okay. We really are not sure that you and BlackRock and that advisor mean the same thing by yes. the words moderate, right? Yeah. By that word. And, I, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, uh, we've built out an office space and we have contractors and architects. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Um, they do not use words like that to describe how to put buildings together. They don't go, he wants a moderately conservative hallway leading to his moderately aggressive conference room, right? They put feet and inches into that blueprint. Yeah. And so we really believed that we needed to put the feet and inches into this process for financial advisors, and that's how the risk number was born. In this great interview with Aaron, he talks about what they thought their software should solve, but at the beginning, they were way off. Well, I'll tell you, we, we actually started with a huge miss because when we started the company, we were like, you know, confirmation bias. It is the mother of all biases, right? We're all hardwired with it, and it causes us to make bad decisions, particularly it causes us to sabotage our investing, okay? Because we see red on the screen with CNBC, and we're like, clearly that means sell. I need to go, like, like I'm seeing the red, and I need to go sell. And, and it, it sabotages us as investors. So we started the company and we said, our, you know, we got to figure out where our job is to, our mission is to figure out how we're going to defeat confirmation bias. So it turned out you can't defeat confirmation bias. <laughs> it's not possible. Yeah. Okay. So what we realized is that we could do something uh, perhaps, perhaps just as good, but more effective. And that is harness confirmation bias. So what the Riskalyze process really does is helps the client understand and get bought into the portfolio, what is normal for their portfolio's behavior, right? So, hey, you, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Client, there's a 5% of the risk we can't quantify for you, but you know, my job as your advisor is to control the 95% of the risk we can. So six months from today, we're gonna look at your portfolio. The historical range for your portfolio says that, you know, somewhere between down 8% to plus 12% is gonna be normal behavior for this portfolio. So what does that do? That harnesses confirmation bias because it sets the client up six months later, if they're down 6%, to say, I was right. This is normal. I didn't make a bad decision just because my portfolio is down 6%. It's within the bounds of what is normal for my portfolio. So I've now given myself permission to, to stay the course, okay. not sell at the bottom, because I set myself up to harness my confirmation bias for, for a good outcome. And then I found out something fascinating that Riskalyze has got something in place to help you as an advisor retain and communicate with your clients on a regular basis. And I loved this part. So we built this feature called check-ins. It asks two very simple questions. Okay. Number one, how are you? And, and, and literally your client gets this as an email that you send them every month, maybe every quarter on their phone. And, and the first question is, how are you feeling about the markets? Positive or negative? Okay. Ooh. One tap pops up the second question, it says, how are you feeling about your financial future? Confident or anxious? And here's what we, oh you know, so, so here's what one advisor told us, I thought this was brilliant. He says, this is how I decode this. Um, she said, I, I, I look at it, now look, if it's green, green, the client's fine, sure. okay? If it's red, red, I need to get on the phone with this client, yeah. okay? Now, if it's, if it's red, green, mm -hmm. I might call the client to touch base at some point because it means that they're a little nervous about how the markets are, but they're feeling good about themselves. Not the highest you know, one on my priority list. They'll probably be fine until the client review, mm -hmm. okay? But I might reach out to them if I have time. 
if it's green red <laughs> that means that they're feeling really good about how the markets are doing and they're not loving how they're doing in relationship yeah and i need to get on the phone with them and we need to put into context the decision we made and make sure that they're happy with that decision going forward to wrap up this uh highlights from the market council the other thing that was talked about at great length was cryptocurrency and how you as an RIA can offer a crypto solution for your clients. This was the most groundbreaking communication at the Market Council Summit, and I had an opportunity to talk to Christopher King with Eagle Brook Advisors about just that. So there's there's three different ways. There's, it's, everything's very nuanced because it's a new market. One, we're an SEC registered investment advisor. Okay. So we follow the same exact rules as our RIA partners. That's number one. Two, we keep all of our assets at a qualified custodian held in an offline institutional grade custody account in the client's name. You take no counterparty risk with Eagle Brook, mm. just like you take no counterparty risk with your RIA because those assets are at Fidelity, Schwab, TD, Pershing, wherever. So that structure helps advisors feel comfortable with it. The second piece is uh, an added layer of disclosures and basically compliance within the RIA's program. We do one thing that's very interesting that's a little bit different. It's somewhat of like the DFA model where to use our platform, once we're approved by an advisor, you need to go through an educational program. Now it typically takes an hour or two, right? And then you need to score above a certain percentage mm -hmm. on a crypto exam essentially before you can onboard a client, right? And that's a compliance check for the yeah. GCE or the CCO. That's one thing. We also have a suitability check that's very quick where firms can mandate, hey, you can invest over 6% of your assets. So you'll say, hey, here's the client's uh, liquid net worth. I want to invest, say, a million dollar client. I want to invest 60K, right? 6%. You know, that's below the 10% threshold that that firm set. And then they invest it. If they say they're investing 60K, but then they wire us over 150, we will not invest that, right? So that's part of the compliance program. So we have all of the bases covered. And then the second recommendation, uh, we have various regulatory councils that we work with, but we recommend starting with Bitcoin and Ether, which mm. by the SEC, CFTC and OCC are not securities. So there's very low risk in actually launching those as a starting point. And that's kind of on the investing on the cash side. Another area where we work with advisors is, is if clients have assets in a hot wallet at Coinbase or Kraken or self-custody, they can move it over. And because we're integrated with Orion, Adapar, Black Diamond, Tamarack, right? All the major portfolio management systems, they can see their clients' assets and they can actually advise them, add them to their wealth plan. And that really builds a holistic practice for all you know, assets uh, that, that the clients would, would uh, invest in. So to summarize what Christopher talked about is there are solutions out there for you to offer crypto currency uh, asset allocation models out there that are in a compliant manner. They also provide you with the education and they also talk to you about how to use this from a market strategy and an asset allocation perspective. I had a great time at Market Watch, everybody. It was unbelievable. I got to meet a lot of people. Uh, I got to learn a lot of new things. The Market Council Summit is an unbelievable event that will allow you as a financial services professional to truly find out what the actual trends are that are going on in the future, which is one of the most amazing things about the Market Council Summit. Well, this is Matt Howard. I want to thank you very much for this first of probably many clip shows uh, where we're going to take the greatest hits from different conferences that we're going to to help communicate what happened there with all of our listeners to make sure that you know what's going on in the world 
even if you're not there. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, make sure you click that subscribe now button below. And also make sure you give us a quick review on iTunes or wherever you are listening, because we'd love to have the feedback. So for everybody at Market Council Summit and all of us here at Proudmouth, this is Matt Halloran, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thanks for listening to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. If you want to learn more about how you can be your own loud, visit our website, read our blog posts, attend our educational webinars, and sign up for our new Influence Accelerator Academy, where you too can learn how to truly be an influencer in your space. Have a wonderful day.